Hello and welcome to Spicy Times. My name is Oliver Spicer. I'm Louis. Louis, can you describe yourself in an ice cream flavor? Um, it's more like a brand. A brand. I mean, I mean, it is a flavor, but it's not really a flavor. Okay, go on. I'm intrigued uh, now. You know, you know, Ben and Jerry's fish food. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a real good one. Yeah. So that's the one with. This is an advert for it. Yeah. It will sound like it because yeah, now it I'm going to list the ingredients which are in it. Yeah. Um, and also say that it's my favorite as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it does a hundred percent sound like they've. And I would be willing to. Well, yeah, we'll accept it. Only in fish food, though. We'd yeah. be paid yeah. in fish food. Yeah. Uh, by the gallon. So it's got little like tiny chocolate fish, yeah, and caramel, and if I remember, marshmallow like chunks, maybe. Okay, yeah. great. And that somehow represents your personality because okay, I was thinking if I if I wanted to be like an animal, I think being a fish would be cool because mm-hmm. like, I mean, like what percentage of the the world is like ocean? Like a lot. Uh, like eighty percent, maybe. Right. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking that'd be pretty cool. Uh huh. Like swim around. But you're not an actual fish. Right. You're a chocolate fish. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I want to be a fish. That'd be cool. But what would be better than that? A chocolate fish mm. swimming through ice cream. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. But how much of the world is ice cream? Well, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it that. We'll yeah. make it. Well, uh, we'll freeze everything. It will all turn into Ben and Jerry's. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Everyone, world well, hunger will be solved. We'll just keep. Getting sponsors by them or keep promoting it. Oh, yeah. Or keep getting gallons of it until... They mess up their order. They add, like, yeah. five O's to the end of it. Uh-huh. And uh, they send us, like, the world's weight in ice cream, which just yeah. covers the world. And then I start swimming around. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you turn into a little fish. Yeah. Okay, what about the caramel? Any... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you have, like, the ocean, which is the water. Yeah. you got to, like, switch it up a little bit. you got to have, like... I don't know, some seaweed, some other little fish mm-hmm. swimming around. So yeah. I'm thinking like the caramel and the other <laughs> ingredients, they could be like, I don't know, they could kind of like blend in. A mix of yeah. textures, you know? Yeah. You've got to have a variety of things to swim through. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Spicy Times, the podcast full of strange games. And our first game is Rock Pirate Surfer. Louis and I will create a version of Rock Paper Scissors by deciding who would win in a fight between a rock, a pirate, and a surfer. So our first fight is between a rock and a pirate. Okay. Any initial thoughts on who would win? So are we playing this like rock, paper, scissors? Like, do I do like a little hand symbol? I mean, like... firstly, what would be the hand symbol for a rock, a pirate, and a surfer? I'm thinking a rock would just be like a, a fist. A rock, yeah, yeah. The classic rock. But a pirate, that would take some, like, learning. Would it not just be like a hook? Like no, a no, pirate no, hook? No, no. no. It's <laughs> look like a pirate. It's like, it's like origami, but with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> How would you physically do that? Look, I don't, I don't ask the questions. And how would the surfer be different from a pirate? It would have some kind of board with it? Yeah, I guess so. So, you would have the thing, but who would win if one person did a rock and one person did a pirate? I mean, maybe, maybe it, it uh, switches depending on where you... Like, what situation you, you use a pirate when you're playing rock, paper, rock, pirate, surfer. So, so like, so like <laughs> if, if you're like on a ship, on a pirate ship... <laughs> The pirate might have like a little bit of a boost. So it depends on where you are geographically, right. how powerful yeah. all the different moves are. Yeah, but I think by default the pirate gets a little more, little more points mm-hmm. in general, yeah. just because it's like a harder, harder move to do. Yeah. Okay. So the pirate would win, but if it was in reality between a rock and a pirate, they wouldn't win. I think a rock. It depends how big a rock is. If it was like a boulder type mm-hmm. rock, I'm it, thinking more of like a pebble kind of thing. Right. 
Well, I mean, a fire could choke on a pebble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you hid it in some kind of food, right, it would have to be a pretty devious, cunning rock. Mm-hmm. You can do like fish food, but it's, it's actually <laughs> rock food. And he rock doesn't food. know, and he just starts eating rocks. It's, it's labeled wrong. Yeah. There you go. We've had the balance on Ben and Jerry's puts rocks in their food, <laughs> yeah. and we like their thing. So now it's balanced out to a yeah. neutral thing. Okay, great. Uh, what about rock versus surfer? I mean, I think I think with a pirate, yeah. the pirate's just sort of vulnerable, like because it's not expecting it to come. It's not expecting the rock in it its ice not, cream. Exactly. Um, but you but, should always be. Yeah, listeners should, at yeah, home, you should, you should. <laughs> check it, double check it, triple check it. Yeah, every time I ask him, I do a rock check for at mm-hmm. least five minutes. It's before. melted by the time, yeah. and that's how you know because there's yeah. no <laughs> there's no rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a surfer, a surfer's not going to be like eating ice cream and surfing at the same time. I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> but it's also on a beach surrounded by probably Look. a thousand rocks. Look, it's fine. Yeah, that's the only way a rock could do it is by ice cream. <laughs> so, like, the only way a rock could ever kill a person is if it was ingested <laughs> yeah. by the passage of ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But but also like as a surfer, like like a pirate's sort of vulnerable because it's like it's not expecting it. But a surfer is like surfing, right? It has like a, mm-hmm. it has like a defense. It has like the board. It's like it's like, <laughs> it's like a rock gets thrown at it. It can deflect it. Yeah, it can just sort of like do a little trick. Mm-hmm. On, the, on the surfboard to use a shield. Yeah. Our surfers constantly doing that and we just don't know. Yeah. And they're that skilled. Yeah. Okay. So the surfer would also win against the rock. Yeah, I think so. All right. And now the final showdown between the pirate and the surfer. You've got like a, a, a pirate. I think I think a pirate sort of comes with a ship. Yeah. Because the surfer comes with a surfboard. Yeah. Which is kind of like a ship, but yeah. small and that's... it doesn't... Flat. Yeah. <laughs> a flattened ship. Um I think I think although the pirate could sort of just like steer the ship yeah. towards the surfer. Uh-huh. I think again how like the pirate got more points over the rock just because of like how it's a hard hand movement. Yeah. I think the surfer gets some extra bonus points because you get like respect <laughs> as a surfer. More so than like a Not pirate. Not as a pirate. Yeah. A pirate you're like on a massive ship, you're gonna save mm-hmm. You can't just steal people. Not that stuff. they're breaking the law. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> you don't respect fine. them because they're on a massive ship yeah. compared to a tiny surfboard. Yeah, but the surfboard is like, it's respectable. It's humble. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like boasting that they can, yeah. I mean, not afford because they've stolen it, yeah. but they can get themselves into a situation where they do have a big ship. Yeah. Okay, all right. So to clarify, rock versus pirate, pirate wins because it's harder to make the symbol on your hand. Yeah, you get bonus points. Rock versus surfer, surfer so, wins. Surfer wins because it's got shield. Okay, okay. <laughs> and pirate versus surfer, surfer also wins. Yeah. So is the the strategy is to go for surfer, right? The strategy is to go for surfer, but the the catch is that rock can be better depending on the situation. <laughs> if, you, if you're near the ocean, the other two are going to be a little bit like <laughs> oh right, yeah, more of a viable option. But if you're if you're on a mountain, yeah, then the rock uh could be better. So you have to do a free check. Are you near the ocean? Are you on a mountain? Uh, yeah. Is there rocks in your ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> That's the final check. <laughs> right. Because even while you may be playing it, yeah. the opponent of yours may be sneaking rocks. Yeah, so you've got like rock, paper, scissors, which is sort of like a you know a pretty easy game. Mm-hmm. But then this game is like, there's a lot of sort of contextual factors that can affect the Too game. many contextual yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, know it's, very <laughs> it's a big book. It's, it's a big not book easy to pick up. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> How big is the book of rules? Um, about five issues. Five issues? Yeah. <laughs> Our next game is back and forth blame. Louis and I will go back and forth blaming each other for a certain wrongdoing. And today, the wrongdoing is stealing the Mona Lisa. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you steal it? Okay, look. <laughs> All I want to say is the Mona Lisa shouldn't be the most easily recognizable painting in the world. So I stole it so people would stop, stop recognizing it. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't they recognize it more for something they use a lot? But they, they couldn't. After that, they have no basis to identify what or what is or what isn't a Mona Lisa. So right. they couldn't recognize it. Was your was your plan to like steal it so that p- the people don't have it anymore, and then take all like the history of the Mona Lisa, every like record of it, and then change it to another? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm very undecisive about what painting it should be. Right. Uh, I feel like I really want to just do a Kandinsky, like mm-hmm. a completely abstract thing. Right. Imagine that being the number one recognizable thing. You'd be like, oh, there's a bus, and on the side of the bus is a Kandinsky. <laughs> right. It would be crazy. <laughs> so different. I mean, because, like, knock-on effect, it wouldn't just be that. Right. Um, but really, I think that you're to blame for this, because uh-huh. uh, you gave me my love for Kandinsky. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I just, I hate portraits. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a reason behind that? Like, a motive? Just hate people. <laughs> Just hate everyone. <laughs> shapes, but shapes. shapes. Shapes are cool. Why did you get shapes so much? Why do you love shapes? Because people are hard to understand, but shapes just got like some corners, some edges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what you're getting with with a shape. You know, you know what you're getting. You do. And it's just simple. Couple things. Couple <laughs> things and a and a thing. Inside of a thing. <laughs> a few colors. Good to go. Okay, so it sounds like you're to blame for this. Well. I mean, you cannot hold me accountable just because I gave you, just because I shared my love yeah. shapes with you. Uh-huh. I finally opened up to a person after hating people so much <laughs> about how much I love shapes. And you're a person. It must be so hard to deal with. Yeah. And you don't know any shapes. You're not friends shape. of any shapes. I just want to be a triangle. I mean, that still seems like an internal problem with you. Look, just because it's my internal problem doesn't mean you can use it to blame me for your need to steal the Mona Lisa. Okay, yeah, so you're saying I'm gaslighting you. Yeah, you're blaming me. How do I respond to that, Louis? I don't know. (laughs) Just (laughs) look at yourself in the mirror. Maybe maybe you talk to a therapist. Yeah, okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. I'll I'll say I accept some of the blame to it, but I feel like um, the fact that you hate people, just it just spurred it on so much because not only... The people uh, exist in the Mona Lisa because the Mona Lisa is a person. Right. People also look at the Mona Lisa. So and what and what you want is for shapes to look at the Mona Lisa. <laughs> no, I want shapes to look at the shapes. That's what I want. You just want the shape world. Yeah. You just want to like 2 DFI all of the world. Yeah. This still seems like your fault. I'm not. <laughs> we're not like... turning a corner from that. Okay, so you stole it because mm-hmm. you wanted to replace it with shapes. With shapes. And it's my fault because I love shapes. Yeah. But you know what? It's your fault. Because you you got close to me and made <laughs> me open up about my shapes. If you if you had never formed a relationship with me, I would have never opened up about shapes and you would have not stolen it. Why is this so emotional? 
<laughs> it turned so emotional. I mean, it turned emotional when I opened up about shapes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't undervalue your yeah. um, position on shapes. Yeah. It sounds like we're at a bit of a, a standstill here. Mm-hmm. If the Mona Lisa is not there now, mm-hmm. what have you done to it, Louis? <laughs> I gave it to you. I gave it it to you. Yeah. (laughs) You gave it to me? Uh Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I wouldn't recognize it. At this point, I've just... I'm so tired of people that I just see people (laughs) as like a a formation of different shapes. I can't even (laughs) tell the difference anymore. I mean, that does... No, that's a Picasso painting. That's a different... No, 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 no. Everything, everything is just shapes. Everyone's a Picasso painting. I mean, I used to hate people, but now people are just different shapes. So now you hate shapes. No, I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Awfully nihilist. I still yeah. think you're to blame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I, I wouldn't have known that you'd given me a Mona Lisa if you did. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I see it's shapes. So you could have not given me the Mona Lisa. You could still have it. Oh, okay. You have no evidence. I could have given you any painting. Exactly. And you yeah. would just see would shapes. See shapes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'll accept the blame this time. Right. But I feel like you should go talk to someone about your problems. (laughs) (laughs) Our next segment is a quiz. Odd-ologies. I have a selection of odd academic topics that end in ology, and Louis must guess which one is fake out of three possible answers. So our first set of odd-ologies, which one is the one I made up? The study of mugs, the study of coasters, or... The study of labels. Wait, one of them is fake. One of them is fake. The other two, completely real. Okay. Um, so mugs, coasters, labels. Yeah. Let's talk about mugs. Right, let's talk about mugs. Why would someone study a mug? I'm not sure. Um, maybe, maybe there's different mugs for different types of drinks. Oh, yeah? There's different sizes of mugs. Yeah, maybe shape. Different shapes of mugs. Color? Colors of mugs. What color mug would you have for, like, coffee instead of tea? Um, I think you go with, like... I think it's more like the shape. <laughs> I mean, In fact, as, as a mug stylist. Yeah. <laughs> as a mug stylist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like, coffee's like a, like a round. Yeah. Yeah. Whilst tea is a... Sober. No, no, coffee. No, coffee is like a coffee is like a cylinder. A cylinder of coffee. Yeah. Tea is more like a bowl. A bowl of tea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you would study the shapes' effect on people. Yeah. And uh-huh. and the reason why different mugs are associated with different drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of uh, social analysis where you can tell a lot by a person's yeah, mug choice. You've yeah. got like astrology, mm-hmm. personality. Mug choice. <laughs> mug choice. Yeah. That's why I look for in a relationship. Yeah. Someone who gets my mug choice. They're going to be Pisces and like circular mugs. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, are you thinking mugs likely or unlikely ology? Um, I mean, I could see it being a thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. What about the study of coasters? Um, I feel like, I feel like people who study mugs are mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, studying what's on like... Like what people present about themselves, whereas coasters, yeah, they're just sort of used by the mugs. All right, so it's really the study of the mugs' friend, <laughs> the coaster. Yeah, they are not friends; they're, they're enemies. Used. Why they're would they be enemies? Used. Um, like the like the mugs are like, 
the mugs are like the exterior mm-hmm. of what of what a person presents about themselves. Yeah. But the coasters are like the things they bury beneath themselves. Oh, whoa, okay. They do not show other people. So you hating shapes would be a coaster. Yeah. Whilst you stealing the Mona Lisa would be the mug. Yeah, I'm very proud. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. So it's kind of a different study into a person, right? And what would change about the coaster, like the material, the shape, the color, like how, how much they care about the coaster, <laughs> like like if 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 they just kind of like, like I don't know, like if if you had like a really like hot heavy mug and you yeah. put it on a coaster, you wouldn't really care about the coaster. Mm-hmm. Whereas like maybe you put like a a nice glass of water on a coaster and you care right. about it more, yeah, because you you want to keep the coaster in good condition. Do you have to like take your coaster out for walks or something like that? Like Sometimes, show it the world. I mean, I mean that could be a good thing. If you're in a bad point in yeah. your relationship, yeah. you need to get that coaster life out. Crisis. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about labels? The final one. Um, I think labels could be studied depending on what is written on the label. Okay. The label itself would be kind of boring. Yeah. So it's more about um, like tiny bit at the back that says stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not the nutritional value or including that like okay like the like the contents of the label uh-huh. rather than the physical label yeah okay okay right. so like the body text of the label mm-hmm. so if it's like interesting maybe a story about its production something yeah. like that and you, and you see how how people have written labels differently over time mm-hmm. is it kind of propaganda do you think like yeah a label is a form of advertising yeah and it's not it's not about what's what's on the label, it's about what's not on the label. Wow. <laughs> they do not write on the label. And how do you figure that out? Um, by accusing people of not writing stuff on it. And they just confess. And they just confess. I mean, you're a label studier. Uh-huh. What are they gonna do? Lie? <laughs> <You'll know. laughs> you can read all their labels. Exactly. <laughs> and also what's not on their label somehow, but <laughs> it's kind of paradoxical. We don't go into it. Look, only a label studier would know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would be more of Studying companies by what label they produce. Mm-hmm. So, out of the study of mugs, the study of coasters, and the study of labels, which one do you think I made up? Um, I'd go with coasters. I'm sorry, Louis, because I made up the study of mugs. Right. Not real. Coasters, labels, both are studied. Uh, the study of coasters is called Tigestology. The study of labels is called Labology. Labology. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But the study of mugs, completely fake. Is there any reason? Uh, I did not look into it specifically, but it did say it was specifically beer coasters. Wow. So maybe it's more of a collection kind of. Okay, the next set. Which one did I make up? The study of clowns, the study of clones, or the study of cloaks? Um, kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. But would you study one? <laughs> I think I think people would study them to try and figure out why people are scared of them. Ah, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. So you can have your personal differences with a clown, mm-hmm. but you still need to get to the root cause of why people are scared of them. Right. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to do that is... Talk to a lot of clowns, figure out, mm-hmm. figure out why they wanted to be a clown. Yeah. Maybe there's something about the person that made them want to be a clown. Um, oh, so it's like genetic, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> the clown gene. Uh-huh. Um, and you got to figure out why clown people are so scary. Yeah, yeah. So there's a specific subset of the population that have this gene. Yeah, that are clown people. Yeah, 
and <laughs> they are born to be clowns. Yeah. Okay. And would it maybe come out later in life, or is it like you could spot it early on? Um, some for some people it comes out early on. But mm-hmm. Some people like they'll be like in their sixties. Some people even like on their deathbed, and then suddenly they'll just turn to a clown. They just start juggling. Yeah, they just start <laughs> juggling, having a red nose. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. sounds kind of like a disease, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mean, more of a clown really disease. disease. They really are a disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's anti-clown propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you think people would try and study why people become clowns? Yeah, and and also why people's reaction to clowns is mm. so negative. Yeah, okay, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. What about the study of clones? Do you want to figure out how to make clones? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I feel like that would be a pretty dead like. Yeah. You just go, I don't know, and then the study stops. Yeah. There has to be a lot of substance for there to be an ology of it. I don't know. Maybe maybe Siamese twins are four hundred clones. Oh, yeah, okay. Kind of like two clones in one. So it's kind of like how clones, or genetic clones, yeah, already different. appear. Yeah. And then how to use that to make clones. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you quite understand the Look, biology it's, it's like of what... <laughs> it's like it, okay? Trust me, I'm a scientist. So, wait, <laughs> you study genetic clones as in identical siblings, mm. and you then work out how you can clone <laughs> someone from that. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, if they clone themselves, mm-hmm. then surely I can clone someone. It's not. <laughs> yeah, no. it is. yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, finally, the study of cloaks. That would be my favorite out of the three. I would. Yeah, I'd love to study cloaks. Yeah, what, what, what's your favorite type of cloak? Uh, Like a big red one? Big or a red swoopy one. red one? Swoopy red. You could be like a superhero or a magician. No, That's wait, true. no, like a, like a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Any of them are. You could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, you could be anyone but with a cloak on. Yeah. So why wouldn't you wear a cloak? I think the study of cloak. <laughs> the study of cloaks is like it's like you study like normal people. Yeah. Right. Mm. And you give them a cloak, and you study the effect it has on them. Wow. And person. people would like swoosh as they turn the corner. Yeah. Act or all dramatic. Like, yeah, or they'd like do like more good deeds. <laughs> Oh, because it's a like superhero. a superhero, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they just start doing magic, I don't know, or summoning spells. Yeah. yeah. So it's how giving someone a cloak changes how they act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think everyone should wear cloaks, or some people, they shouldn't wear cloaks? Because it yeah. could also be a supervillain. Right. So some people, like, it improves them, but some mm-hmm. people, like, they think they're wizards, they start, like, summoning things. It's not good. Yeah, okay. It's not a good idea. My question is, is that genetic like clowns are, obviously? <laughs> Look, I mean, that's why there's a study. We've got to figure it out. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, what about, like, different types of cloaks? Could it be, like, a cultural study of cloaks? Yeah. I mean, it's more about the shapes and colors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so which one out of the study of clowns, the study of clones, or the study of cloaks do you think is fake? I'd go with cloaks. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I think clones is definitely a thing already. So yeah, it makes sense. the um, biological yeah, yeah. cloning mechanism. Um, and then the clown one is like cultural, I guess. Yeah. Because they're quite old clowns, mm-hmm. you know. They go back quite a while. <laughs> I mean, not one individually. That yeah. would be very, even more creepy. They go back about 400 years. No, no. <laughs> um, but the study of cloaks I made up. Yeah. Out of jealousy of the fact it was not real. Yeah. And now it is real. You can make it a thing. There we go. Positive message. And our final set, 
the study of toilet graffiti, the study of drunk signatures, or the study of lip prints. I'm sorry, what was the last one? The last one was the study of lip prints. As in, when you kiss a piece of card, like for a Valentine's card thing, and your lip shows your personality. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's like personality. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like it's not like a fingerprint on your lips. <laughs> Very unhygienic. Yeah. Well, maybe you like want to kiss your phone to unlock it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe everyone has a different lip combination. Like, yeah, fingerprints. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to get it at like the right angle? Yeah, you would. Okay. It's a very specific angle. Mm-hmm. Do the French have it where they have to French kiss their yeah, phones? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So, what about the actual thing? If it was about personality, maybe it's. If you're wearing lipstick, it's what lipstick you're wearing. Okay, yeah. Maybe it's... I feel like you need to wear lipstick, though, because if you just pe- no, no, kiss no, no, a no. piece of card. <laughs> okay. Like, like the color of lipstick. Yeah. The position of the lipstick. The intensity the lipstick was pushed onto the paper with. Oh, okay. Right. So it's a lot about the emotion you kiss the card with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically how emotionally attached you are to paper. Okay. <laughs> it's like how emotionally attached you are to your coaster, uh-huh. but you would kiss it. Yeah, and then right. see. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, how are you feeling about that one? Real? Not real? Could be real. Okay, yeah. yeah. You could see that happening. Mm-hmm. What about the study of toilet graffiti? Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a lot of graffiti out there that could be kind of cool. Yeah. You're just kind of taking the worst bit. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, because, like, there's, like, Banksy graffiti, right? It's yeah. Kind of like, it's just kind of, like, it's like cool. political, yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's worth studying. And you just have, like, the bad graffiti hidden away. But maybe it's better to study that one, because it's more real if you, if you yeah. kind of get that. Yeah. So you could go into a bathroom and write something about shapes. Everyone would be, be confused. Like, I love shapes. Yeah. Pistol, the Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> no one would even know. Because they don't understand, because they can't right. recognize the Mona exactly. Lisa anymore. Because I, mean, I don't even it's write letters, I write in different shapes now. <laughs> <laughs> Some weird kind of Morse code, but yeah. shapes... How many sides is like the letter you want? Yeah. So if you want like A, it's A is one side. What's a B one sided? Is... Like it's a line. <laughs> it's a dot. Oh yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's a two sided shape? A uh, uh, curvy. It's like an olive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like two lines that curve. Yeah. Okay. Meet each other. But the, it's not, it's nearly a circle, but yeah, it's not. It's, wait, a circle's a one-sided shape. How do we not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> where were we? Something about graffiti and toilets. And olives. And olives. So um, do you think people would study that or would that be kind of weird? I that mean, feels kind of weird to me. Yeah, it is kind of weird. But I think, well, I think what I would prefer to study is normal graffiti. Yeah. But maybe the other one would be more interesting. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like. It's not like the graffiti that people want to see. It's the coaster of graffiti. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Banksy would like go into a toilet, you know, write some yeah. stuff. Maybe maybe he does, but he does it like differently. Yeah, it's like on it's his just... uh, personal. This is personal yeah, it's stuff. Personal. It's personal graffiti. <laughs> and then when he's on his workout, he yeah. does it outside. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, What about the study of drunk signatures? What do people sign when they're drunk? <laughs> bad documents bad decisions <laughs> talk uh, to loan sharks sign deals they're not supposed to. um maybe it could be comparing mm-hmm. how people write when they're drunk compared to normally would it be like what they actually want to write like 
you know how that thing that drunk yeah. people say what they want to say? Yeah. Do they write how they, they write want how to write? They want to write, and they start writing in like other languages. <laughs> <laughs> and they figure out like their cultural heritage. <laughs> to have, like any ancestry. Yeah. So you would only get the signatures if the person was drunk. So would you do this in like a bar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do it in a bar, and then like randomly, people just come up to you like sign this, and you're like, oh, I'm drunk. Fine, I'll sign mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. How would you think that started? Someone was setting up a pyramid scheme and they could not get anyone to try. <laughs> so they had to get people who were very vulnerable and drunk. Okay, all right. And then they started noticing. And these... they started, yeah, and they were like, this isn't even in, this isn't even his name. Yeah. Yeah. They quit the pyramid scheme. Yeah, and just became a tycoon from yeah. <laughs> reading <laughs> drunk signatures, apparently, because mm. it's profitable somehow. I don't know why anyone would pay for that. I mean, it's more respectable than a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I guess so, but that's a very <laughs> low bar. <laughs> Okay, which one do you think I made up? The study of toilet graffiti, the study of drunk signatures, or the study of lip prints? Uh, I think lip prints could be a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think drunk signatures. No? Yeah, I made up drunk signatures, but toilet graffiti is called latrinoology, and lip prints, do you want to guess what it's called? Limpretology. <laughs> Limpret. <laughs> it's a bit simpler than that. Oh, no. Lipsology. Oh. Yeah. Our final game is Dreadful Investments, where I pitch numerous flawed business ideas to Louis, and he has to decide whether they are still worth investing in, or if I've completely ruined any kind of profit. And today, the theme for Dreadful Investments is app ideas. So, my first app is a shoe weather app. Shoe weather? Yeah. Right. It doesn't tell you the type of shoes that are falling from the sky. It tells you what type of shoe you should wear. Depending on the weather. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what, what shoe would I wear if it was heavily snowing? I guess those like big, they're like tennis racket shoes. Yeah. So you don't sink into the snow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then it would come up on your home screen that you should be yeah. wearing those shoes. Yeah. And maybe you could like personalize your... Uh, settings on it so you list all the shoes you have nice would you kind of check that every day um i think i think i'd i think i think you could like buy like a shoe rack that connects to the app <laughs> and then gives you the shoes <laughs> so expensive it would be like a 500 pound shoe rack yeah, yeah. and it just like kind of drops the shoes yeah. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and it's like oh there's snowshoes outside uh-huh. i guess it's snow uh-huh. <laughs> Why have a window when you can have shoes? A shoe app connected to your shoe rack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the jingle. Uh-huh. Do you think it would be accurate? I think I think if you spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, but accurate. like modern weather systems, they aren't really accurate. No, but no, not like no, they're not like hundred percent accurate. Mm-hmm. But they're they're pretty good at predicting stuff. You have a percentage of shoe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's ninety percent this shoe, but just yeah. take ten percent of this shoe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last bit of that yeah. shoe. Like people who like can't decide will take like five sets of shoes with them to work. Yeah. It'll be awful. Yeah. Uh but for shoe people shoe people. Shoe people. Um it would be great because more people would buy different varieties of shoes. Yeah. And that's what we want. It's like um it's like biodiversity but for shoes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you want a large number of different varieties of shoes in the world. Yeah. I don't know why, but you know it'd be nice to like walk around and see like different sizes of shoes like some people have like stilts mm. of shoes 
like monsoon have... season yeah. when would they have stilts <laughs> tsunami season well but like would it be like a personality thing is it like a horoscope where yeah, it tells it, you yeah, what the shoe like to wear yeah okay would you invest in the shoe weather app i would okay great yeah. what about a roadwork noise app so like it directs you away from that was such a better idea than what i was oh. thinking <laughs> It just it just plays the noise of roadwork. Yeah. So you know how some people have trouble getting to sleep, and then they play like white noise or like whale sounds. Maybe yeah. it's like that app, but it's people but for builders. Yeah, but for builders who are like um, more used to the sound of like a jackhammer than a whale. Yeah. Um, maybe it's like because a whale is kind of like, I mean, whales are cool, but they're kind of like big and scary. It's like mm-hmm. overwhelming. Yeah. It's like a, like if you hear like construction work, it's kind of like, it's comforting because you know something's, you know something is being mm-hmm. built. You know a goal is being achieved and you can <laughs> fall asleep to that success. Yes, you know the economy is turning. <laughs> the bankers as well. Let's go. Is anyone in the inner city area yeah. um, who wants to fall asleep easily? Mm-hmm. Would you use it yourself? I don't think I would. Okay, no? But I'm sure there's a mock. It couldn't be just like machines. It might just be like people shouting, like workers yeah, shouting. Like, hey, bring that piece of wood over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know, you could like study to it or something. It might be one of those things where it like increases concentration like music. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. every night, like you'd fall asleep, like knowing how much progress they've made on their building. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a tracker as well. Yeah, so it's like, it's like... It's like when the shard was being built. On night one, it's like they're just building the foundation. Ah, okay. Few, it's a few like nights later, it's like, oh, wow. So it's a whole narrative of sounds. Yeah. Wow. This is actually getting kind of weirdly arty somehow. <laughs> <laughs> if you were then by a construction site and heard like a jackhammer, you would fall asleep instantly. Yeah, you would. That's the, that's the only downside. Yeah, it would be like some weird psychological trigger. Yeah. Okay. Would you invest in that? Um, I would. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I can't give you a wrong a wrong app. But what about the unchronological diary? So it's like a diary, but it's out of order. Yeah, yeah. So how do you write in the days? Or you just write in the days, like on the day, but then when you try and read it back, they're in different days. Yeah, it's a different day. Right. Maybe your events go to different days. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it really just changes your life, <laughs> <laughs> and one day you're. You're in your 60s and you're writing about your day in your 60s and then you're two years old again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like it mixes up time yeah. somehow. It's like a weird... It's like it's like if your life was a playlist and then you put on shock. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a danger to that? Or is knowing that much stuff about your life before it happens good? Um, I think, I think it could be good in an objective sense, but I think emotionally... Scarring, but yeah. also kind of positive. Yeah. Nice. Like, like you could, you could do better for the world, but then you'd also be very unhappy. I think. So you would also use it for other people as well. You could. Mm-hmm. You could just like, or yeah, you could like, you could like take other people's diaries and then go into their life. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. With a cape. With a cape. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. No. Invest. No investment. Yes. Wow. Give money to app. Me. <laughs> okay, what about the to not do list? It's a list of things you shouldn't do in a day. Right. You should not 
not wear a cape. <laughs> that is number one on them. What kind of other things do you think people would put in the to not do list? I don't know. Maybe it'd be for like criminals. <laughs> like remind themselves wow. like wait I should not rob those banks do right not now. steal yeah. so it's more of a moral thing than yeah. I thought it was like I don't know maybe do not say sorry too much or something like that but you went straight to no, committing no, no, crimes no. this is this is how we uh, fix criminals so before you do anything or in fact before a criminal does anything they should check their app yeah they should check their app like they're like, they're like well I should probably kill this person right now and then they check their app like don't kill people I'm like ah oh, right <laughs> damn it no i can't yeah that was the one thing that was stopping them yeah huh. <laughs> so it's like having an ethical um list on your phone of what not to do in a day yeah for people who are like very immoral they have like yeah moral stuff is it like specific to each person or is it like well, a million long you list see, you see it really comes from the study of coasters and uh, shoes. It, mm-hmm. it really shows a lot about a person, about what shoes and coasters they use yeah. and how they treat them. And then you use the information from that to reflect on what they need to know not to do. Yeah, so it's some kind of AI learning thing yeah. that like, tracks your coaster use. Shoe <laughs> use, and then not, not what to do. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it just connects the shoes. Like you're wearing the shoes and it tells you not what to do. Okay, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, combine me. I mean, I own them all. I bought all the apps, so I can. Find them. <laughs> so some weird, like, technological no, like, monopoly. Like, no, like, like, okay, okay. So, like, you're walking around in your shoes. Yeah. You, you've been told what shoes to wear. Mm-hmm. You approach a bank. Yeah. Um, and because you have a criminal record, it says, "Hey, you shouldn't rob that." <laughs> but wait, because it, it tracks your geo. Do your shoes know location. that? <laughs> Yeah, your shoes are AI leather. And they say it to you. Yeah, they say it in a voice like, hey, <laughs> you should rob a bank. And everyone around you is like, what is going on? <laughs> but they don't know about the app. No, they don't. It's very specific. It's, it's in the beta stages. It is. So the general public is not aware yet. Yeah. Just for their safety. <laughs> but then when they are aware, it's going to be problematic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because then they would know. Because everyone's a criminal record would be out <laughs> from their shoes. <laughs> their shoes are just narcs. <laughs> okay, so I feel like that's kind of like a kind of dystopian future mm. and you don't want to invest in that. No, no, no. I invest in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just want to get as much as you can so you can link it to your shoe weather app. <laughs> I get the scheme here, I, I want as many ideas as I can to link to the What about this? The randomly deleted notes. So you're writing notes. Yeah. And then one at random is deleted. Yeah, exactly. How often are they deleted? It's random. So it could be like uh, every day a random one is deleted. Or it could be like you're working on a book for a year. Yeah. And then it's just randomly deleted. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't write that in your notes section of the phone. Yeah. <laughs> like different writers have different methods. Okay, I guess so. Yeah. But also not on your randomly deleted notes app. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But what if you want to be a little dangerous? Yeah, maybe you want to live life on the edge. Mm-hmm. Maybe like maybe that is like how you make decisions. Like you write stuff on your on your notes and whatever's deleted. You're like, well, I don't I don't need to care about that anymore. And then you cross check it with your to not do app. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it says don't rob a bank, and it gets randomly oh, deleted. That's and you why think, it's deleted. I'm finally able to rob banks now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, so do you think maybe if you had some secrets or something, you would like to share them? Because then like. Apparently, sharing helps your anxiety. So right. maybe you could share something and then it gets deleted instantly. 
Well, not instantly. You don't know. Yeah. Or maybe maybe like maybe like you write stuff down mm-hmm. that you want to share, and then whatever gets deleted, it's like, oh, I've got to I've got to tell people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or you'll forget it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Investment. No investment. Investment. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not the best shoes out there. I feel like no matter what I say, no, you're going to say best shoes. Okay. Okay. What about the Blink tracking app? You know how some people track how many steps they take yeah. or how far they run? Yeah. It's like that, but how many blinks you blink mm. in a day? To strengthen your eye muscles. Maybe, yeah. yes. Or maybe like you blink more when you're sad or something. Mm. <laughs> so you could tell your emotions from the blinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe you just want to know the blinks because you'll know the blinks. Would people want to get more blinks or less blinks in a day? I think I think it really depends. Like maybe maybe you have some people like competing. Like you know, like highest clicks per second. Yeah. You want to do like highest blinks per second. Like fluttering almost. Yeah. Or yeah, some people who want to do like staring competitions. Mm-hmm. They do not want to blink. So you should be friends with someone who wants to blink a lot if you don't want to blink a lot. Mm. Or the other way around. Should you not be friends with them? Um, <laughs> I want to know who should I be friends with, should, like, <laughs> Be friends with whoever you want. If if you want to be like a professional starer, then you got to be around people who blink almost never so that you... Don't uh, feel the social yeah, pressure. Yeah, right. Because that's what blinking is. We don't yeah. do it because yeah, we, we just, need to. Like, we see everyone else do it like, oh, I should probably do that. And I should be on that. <laughs> I want to try um, so by tracking the number of times you blink, you can share it with other people like a social media. Yeah, it's like it's like Tinder for friends, but with blinks. <laughs> <laughs> There's two levels of not Tinder. Yeah. And then it's not like it's just, <laughs> that's just not Tinder. Investment, no investment. Investment. Okay. <laughs> what about Instagram for smells? I don't know. I I mean Really depends. I think I think like the best smell is like I don't know, like sesame oil. Okay. And that smell nice. Or like yeah. chlorine. I don't know why I find chlorine nice, but chlorine doesn't have smell. It's a very distinctive smell, yeah. yeah. But then if like you follow like a chlorine page, like a swimming pool page on Instagram and they keep posting like swimming pool pictures and you're like, Yeah, I like I like the smell of chlorine and mm-hmm. then one day like I don't know, maybe 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 uh, they post like a picture of something and not so nice like the like the ocean <laughs> and then like you get like a really like fishy smell yeah yeah so, so really gotta, you really gotta be careful of who you're following so it's not like it's just for smells it's like it's almost it's like, no it's just normal instagram a new update for instagram yeah. that has smells in yeah. it is there like some attachment that you would get to your phone and it kind of uh creates molecules and sends them out so you can smell them uh, I think it's like a, I think it's like a mental thing. Oh, okay. Where it's like <laughs> triggers like, something yeah, in your brain. Like, like, like they do something. But like when you see a post, it triggers something in your brain to to smell. So no. the smells aren't real. No, you just got to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> the smells aren't real. They can't hurt you. Well, I just got deleted from my notes. I'll never know again. <laughs> so if you saw a good smell, yeah. you would take a picture of it and right. share it with your friends. Yeah, and then like you keep going back to your profile mm-hmm. and seeing it. You know how there's a fear of missing out. Yeah, <laughs> would there be a fear of missing smells? Yeah, you've got to have like, like everyone would have like a million posts because mm. they do do not want to forget anything. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But like, wouldn't you get jealous of someone else's smells? Then you can just follow the page, and it's not the same, Louis. It's not the same. I want to smell them in real life. No, 
<laughs> Facebook actually plugs up your nose. Yeah. So they have a monopoly on smells. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Investment, no investment? Investment. Okay. I own everything now. All right. Uh, well, you don't yet, because the final one is visual podcasts. Um, so it's like a video. Like, podcast is just audio. Yeah. Like, talking. Yeah. But it's not It's not a video. It's like a transcribed version right. of what people say on a podcast. It's like a script that has never been a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's fair. Like, you can, like... Like, you watch a movie and it's, like, very specific because they've done it in a specific way. Mm-hmm. Whereas a script is, like, it's, like, the loose idea and you can make it anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's kind of almost, like, you can act them out in your head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a friend over, mm-hmm. act out any podcast you want. Mm-hmm. That's very weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't call them weird. There are customers. Okay? Especially when like podcasts are like, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour long. You would read with them for an hour. Yeah. 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 Taking turns. You're really insulting our customers. This is not how you do business. <laughs> it might not get off the ground. It might not have an investor. I'm sure there's people. Investment, no investment. No, no investment. Okay. No investment. Investment. Okay, investment. I'm figuring I can just put everything into one shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Everything into a shoe. Yeah. Okay. Say how you would turn this into a shoe. The shoe weather app makes sense. Roadwork noise app. (laughs) So, so the okay basically because the the roadwork noise app will fall asleep when Mm -hmm. if you're walking around and it's construction. (laughs) It plays music really loudly so you don't hear it from the shoes. Okay. Okay. Uh, the unchronological diary. Uh, your shoe knows you very well. Uh-huh. Uh, and it, it basically, like, that's, that's how you experience stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the shoe transmits something to your brain to make you experience. <laughs> wait. So, wait. <laughs> on the diary. Time travel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With your shoes. Yeah, but you're not Connected to your brain. You're not actually time traveling. It's just, <laughs> it's just transmitting something to your brain. Yeah, okay. To make you think you are. Right. Because the shoes know you very well. They, they, they are learning. Okay. So it predicts your future. Right. And then plays it back to you. Yeah, based on your coaster usage. Okay, all right. Uh, to not do list? Um. Yeah, as it says out loud on the shoe. If you're approaching a bank. Oh, yeah, okay, say, that makes sense. Yeah, we get that. The randomly deleted notes? Um, it just randomly deletes memories. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that is the very dystopian part of it. It deletes your memories. Yeah. Of like not wearing a well, shoe, your like, bare feet. Not... <laughs> you can't remember your bare feet. <laughs> no, you're like an irrational fear of taking off your shoes. Yeah, and they control you forever. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, what about the Blink tracking app? How um... does it see your eyes from all the way down there? <laughs> it's it's omnipresent. It's in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's behind your eyes. Yeah. Um. What about the Instagram for smells? It triggers the smells. Yeah. Okay, and the visual podcasts. Um, I mean, it just likes it's, okay. it's, it's just it's, it's more to fun to recite yeah. podcasts with shoes on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for listening. I've been Oliver Spicer. I've been Louis. And I hope you can join us for the next episode of Spicy, Spicy Times. Times.